right. Good afternoon, everybody. I spent some of the evening yesterday and the majority of my morning and early afternoon finally, finally sitting down and doing a proper budget. I think I'd been avoiding it because there are a few things in the past couple of years that have tanked me quite badly when it comes to my finances and it's really tough to look at it and go, oh my Lord, I'm 51 years old and I have a lot of catching up to do. But I do recommend that you sit down and do a budget if you have not done so. I feel like sometimes in our heads we have this idea of what our budget is and we think we're okay and we just like plug along and pop money here and pop money there and we don't really think about our spending, we don't go through our bills and go, okay, well, you know what, maybe there's a provider that will offer me a better deal. Maybe it's an hour of your time calling a few providers and going, okay, I've been with you for however many years. And why am I paying this ridiculous amount? So I did that this morning. I called basically about my internet and my phone. And I managed to get those two bills alone dropped by over $150, which is crazy. Like it's absolutely crazy that if you're not paying attention, things can just go on a runaway so badly. So I've done my budget. I've crossed that off my list. I'm waiting for a few phone calls back about a couple of other bills that I have. In my budget, I have included paying off a credit line that I have Closing a few accounts, because why have all these accounts open that you're paying fees towards if you don't need them? It also includes getting rid of credit cards that I don't need, because some people aren't aware that if you have a credit card sitting there not doing anything, it actually does affect your credit. I'm in the spot now where I probably don't need a second roommate I feel like it'd be really good for my mental health if I just take a break from having new people in my house. I am very thankful that I own my own home because I would not have made it through the past two years if I didn't have rooms to rent out. This is what it is, empty nesting and moving into the next chapter of your life without a partner. You have nobody to fall back on except for yourself. You have nobody to answer to except for yourself. If you're making poor financial decisions, you really can't blame anyone but yourself. And it does really put things into perspective to sit down and write it all out. Write it all out, decide exactly how much you need and where you need it. Make sure that you're tucking some away for a rainy day. Okay, so I was interrupted by one of the service representatives that I've been dealing with already this morning. And I have to tell you, there are times where it is very hard to stay calm and stay patient when dealing with these sort of things. I have been transferred and transferred and transferred and transferred and transferred. With the one company, I still have gotten absolutely nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. So when this sort of thing happens, where where you're like, okay, this is what I need. This is what I want. This is what I'm calling about. And you just meet roadblock after roadblock. 
The agents don't seem like they're listening whatsoever. You're transferred and transferred and transferred. For me, it kind of makes up my mind that this is not the company for me. So I'm going to take a few moments to take a deep breath, take in my surroundings, try to get my blood pressure down a little bit, really decide if this is worth the fight today probably start the process to move my services over to the other company. Look down my list and just be like, okay, okay, I need to move my body. I need to move my body. I need to go do something active because this sitting at the desk dealing with this company for the better part of two hours today is starting to feel super tedious. So it is always nice to get these things done. It, is all, it always feels like you've made progress in your day. However, these little roadblocks and bumps where you feel like you've repeated yourself 17 times and you've gotten absolutely nowhere really just needs a pause. It needs a pause so that when the next agent phones, you hope it's the right one and you hope that you'll be able to speak with them in a tone that isn't frustrated and annoyed, in a tone that can be kind. Like for instance, today on a chat, which I despise, on the chat with a certain phone company, explain the issue, explain what's going on, and I'm flat out told, sorry, that is not within our power. Too bad, so sad. So I didn't even respond, I closed the chat and I, entered the chat again with the same request, with the same issue. And within 15 minutes of speaking with that agent, they heard what I was saying. They gave me the information that I needed so that the issue didn't happen again. And they credited my account, the amount of money that I was asking them to credit, which was completely valid. My daughter lives in Victoria, British Columbia, which is in Canada, and she was on a certain beach in Victoria, and for some reason, her cell phone pinged off of a U.S. tower, causing the phone company to charge her roaming charges. I was trying to get through to the first agent. Victoria is a Canadian city. Why within the city of Victoria would she be charged roaming? She has not left Victoria and gone to the U.S., and the first agent said... Absolutely not. That's not our problem. Where the tower sit is not our problem. There's nothing I can do. The second agent was like, yes, we've had this issue before. I will credit your account the roaming charges and I will send you information on how she can keep this from happening again. What else was I going to chat about today? Oh, yes. Yesterday being one of those days where I did not start my day off in a way that was positive and put me in a great mindset to start my day, which steamrolled and spiraled into a day that was thing after thing after thing that didn't work in my favor. So last night I wrote out a little bit of a plan about what my life was going to look like, what my mornings were going to look like. And I'm telling you, it wasn't that easy to do. The main thing that I decided was that I would not take part in anything in the morning that I would know would drain my energy. 
I decided last night that my mornings from now on were going to be building my energy up first thing in the morning. With my health issues, I don't get the greatest sleeps every night. Last night, I slept like a rock. So I woke up. It was late. Like It was like 9.30 by the time my eyes finally opened. However, I felt rested for the first time in several weeks. And within five minutes of my eyes opening, my phone started ringing. I had texts from friends wondering if I was leaving today. I had texts from friends wishing me a good trip. And as we all know, my trip has been postponed until likely Monday. Maybe I'll leave on Saturday. However, I decided to ignore it all. I ignored the phone call. I set my phone down. I said good morning to my kitten. I fed her. I went to my coffee maker, made my coffee while my coffee was percolating. I did my 10 minutes of yoga. This is the routine that I've been in for the last month or so. And yesterday I did not follow my routine. I plunked a crib date with my dad into my day at eight o'clock yesterday, which I love playing crib with my dad. It's online crib. He's starting to show signs of Alzheimer's. So it's the one thing he absolutely loves. And I pushed the crib date with him to super early in the morning, according to my sleep schedule. Although I had a blast playing with him, it kicked my routine out of, out of whack. And that was the first thing. And then after I play crib with my dad, my mom wants to have a FaceTime. She wants to talk about all these things that don't matter to me first thing in my day. Ask me questions about my trip and what's holding it up and where I'm going and all this stuff that I really didn't want to think about right in that moment. The other thing that I've been noticing is that I guess it is because I'm empty nested and I'm ready to move on to the next chapter of my life and I am solo and I feel like I've raised kids for 32 years and done a lot of things that I don't particularly want to do sometimes in the moment and answered a lot of questions, been responsible to be there and to be present for multiple other people in my life. I haven't been able to just live my life based on me and based on what I want in the moment for a very long time. So although I'm trying to hold on to these friendships that I have, that I cherish and I adore, I also feel like I need a sense of privacy. Like I should be able to go, oh, I'm planning on leaving on Wednesday, but I'm kind of a person who goes with the flow. So I'm, I'm not going to let a change in my schedule completely derail the excitement I have for this trip. And I feel like explaining why I'm doing what I'm doing, the reasons for not leaving today, what like yada, yada, yada. I feel like that just, A, no offense to my friends, but it's none of their damn business. And B, I should at this point in my life be able to run my life and lead my life without answering to a whole bunch of people. This might sound super bitter and maybe it's, I don't think it's bitter. I think it's just asserting a little bit of privacy, asserting the fact that I quite like that I have more freedom to do the things that I want in my life. I appreciate my friends. I think they're all great. And of course, 
I appreciate that they are concerned and interested in what I'm doing. However, I do not want to question them about anything in their lives. I just don't. If they tell me they're going somewhere, I say, oh, I hope you have a really good time. The only thing that I'm super picky about is if my single girlfriends are going on a new date. If you haven't told somebody who they are, where you're going, how long you're going to be, please just let me know so I know you're safe. That's really the only thing I'm super picky about. When they leave my house, I say, please text me when you get home, just because I want to know they made, made it there safely. However, I'm not super involved in every aspect of their life. I feel like they'll share with me the things that they're concerned about sharing with me. And the things that they don't want to is completely fine. They're adults. They have the right to privacy just like I do. So those are the few things that I decided last night I would change about my morning routine. And I guess to make a long story short, the change that I made completely 100% had to do with waking up slow. I know that I have a better day if I wake up slow. Some people in the world pop out of bed, they stretch, they're excited, they have a lot of energy, they plant their feet on the floor, get up, put their sneakers on, run for miles. That is not me. I've never been that way, not since I was a little girl. The fact that my health impacts my sleep and I don't get great sleeps a lot of the time likely is another reason that I don't feel super energetic in the morning. So today, I followed my routine and I have had the most productive and good day. I have found myself smiling more often. I feel like I have more patience. I feel like I've, I had lunch at an earlier time because I tend to feel more hungry when I'm feeling good about life and about myself. Otherwise, I just don't even care. So starting my day off the way I appreciate starting my day off made all the difference in the world. As I leave you today, I would like you to take a moment to write down what your morning routine would be. If you already have one, that's amazing. If you don't, just take a minute to do so. If you feel like you're waking up in the morning on the wrong foot, on the wrong side of the bed more times than not, take a moment and write down your morning routine. Be as selfish as you possibly can. You are in a new phase of your life. This is the time to get excited. This is the time to be like, wow, I haven't been in control of the things that I want to do for so long. And I am excited. And I look forward to making a plan and looking ahead to as far as you feel comfortable. Start making those positive changes if you feel like you've fallen into the pits of despair because empty nesting isn't the thing that you have been dealing with very well. It is 100% a choice you make. It is 100%. Am I going to move on to the next chapter with excitement and grace? Or am I going to wallow in self-pity? Because I've heard some women say, that's literally all I was living for. There is so much more to live for. It's a big world out there and you're only given one life. So let's work together and band together to keep it positive, ladies. Until tomorrow, set your intentions, look around, take in the sights and sounds, 
Take a deep breath. Feel the positivity move into your chest. And I will talk to you again tomorrow.